0: Now serving butter and bacon, the good stuff.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Week 1 Recap, Week 2 Preview of the Butter and Bacon FFL League. Uh, I am Dean, your commissioner apparently, and I am here with Pauly, yes. my, color, my color commentator That's for this me. segment. I will
0: be John Madden to your Al Michaels, and we will not trade you for Oswald this time.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you did. So uh, let's go through our Week 1 scores, and uh, at the top of my app I see the Shoreline Taproom. With a pretty thorough pummeling of my Metroville heroes, one seventy-three to one thirty-four. Yeah, if you really
0: take a look at that matchup, I mean, you, you had everything going for you. I mean, you had Andrew Luck with a return to form. Uh, you know, he didn't really connect too much with um, with with anybody else on your team. If I'm looking at your fantasy team as a actual team, uh, your wideouts didn't perform too well. But man, thirty-nine point four points. Uh, you know, Johnson for Arizona with twenty-three points. You had a twenty-one. 21- almost 22-point production from Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. It was not enough to overcome the shoreline taproom. Just top to bottom, he had one player with single digits. Everybody else scored in double digits, including C.J. Anderson with nearly 30, uh, Phillip Rivers with you know 17 points, D'Angelo Williams for Pittsburgh, 37. Monster Just game. Just huge game. It, he would have beaten anyone else in the league, so don't feel bad losing to the number one scoring.
1: Yeah, when you have a 34-point running back on your bench, you know your team's pretty deep and pretty strong. And so. and
0: really, week one, and you know, we'll get into this, week one is a total crapshoot. You're going with preseason predictions. You're going with last season's production. You really don't know what you're going to get. But to have that amount of output, plus have points on the bench, Shoreline looking like the team to beat this year
1: glad I didn't go with that bet for drinks at Aquarius. Maybe next time.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, moving on to our second game of the week, it uh, was not quite as high scoring, but still we had a winner and an unfortunate uh, loser in this one, and that is the Dixie Landings Alligators taking out the New York Frandogs, 92-77. to
0: 77. Yeah, New York really um, started off pretty strong, you'd think, but the Jets' defense probably in eight points, I mean, seven sacks, that's tremendous. Uh, Dan Bailey, kicker, 17 points, which is awesome, and Eli Manning had a really good game with 20. the Rest of his team. We had a big goose egg
1: by Parker with Miami. We had a big goose egg by Chris Ivory <laughs> for Jacksonville. It, yeah, I think those were a couple unfortunate injuries that yeah. he didn't have time to swap in for. So yeah. it, was, uh, it just running a depleted lineup.
0: It just really, it really makes it tough. And when you're going up against a team with Aaron Rodgers and the Dixie Landings Alligators, um, you know, 25 points. Um, Landry for Miami with uh, nearly 13 points. Um, you know, Broncos D nearly negating the Jets D. Um, it's really tough to win. And so, you know, that, that, that game really was Dixie Landings all the way.
1: All right. Well, they'll both look for better production in Week 2, but another Week 1 game saw the Totally Radical Islam. <laughs> monster performance, almost 157 points, taking out the Norwegian oil rigs, yeah. 150, 115.
0: Yeah, and uh, totally, Totally Radical Islam, man. Um, had and really there were points on the table um, for that team, I and mean, the Colts defense took five away yeah. <laughs> with the amount of points and yards that they that they racked up. Um, LaShawn McCoy with a subpar performance, only seventeen points, uh, but really led by uh, Brandon Cooks for New Orleans, huge monster game, thirty six. Um, Derek Carr with twenty four, almost twenty five points, um, and really that you know that Indianapolis, you know, like we talked about Andrew Luck earlier. Uh, Moncrief pulling in 18.4 points uh, was was really overmatching the Norwegian Oil Rigs, um, who, uh, who kind of got shuffled off to Arendelle. Um, I, <laughs> I will say uh, Kelvin Benjamin pulled in a monster performance, 21 points um, there. And, of course, Winston, Tampa Bay quarterback, nearly 30 points. Uh, great performance. So we expect bright things from this Norwegian Oil Rigs team, but totally totally radical Islam. Just put the hammer down.
1: Yeah, that's probably Todd Gurley's worst game of the year with only uh, 5.2 points yep. this week. Yep. Make it pink. Uh, probably a little blue after their week one loss to the Dapper Donalds, 133-87. to 87.
0: Yeah, um, Yeah, Kristen, you know, oh, uh, really good performance top to bottom. Um, I mean, you're looking at her team. I mean, she had a couple duds. Uh, Aiken for Baltimore, only. Well, I think he only got two catches. Yeah, so three points. Um, the Chiefs' D gave up a lot to the Chargers early, so they ended up with no points. I don't see that continuing. Um, Marcus Mariota had a good performance, at quarterback, um, You know, kind of a pedestrian running back attack, 10 points each for Ingram and Benjamin. But Dapper Donalds, Drew Brees, 42 points. Yeah, wow. Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend,
1: Dean. Uh, Name, names taken, can I pick <laughs> another one?
0: 28 points and Sanu with 21 points. Gatkowski at uh, kicker with 14. Uh, it's just a great performance by the Dapper Donalds.
1: Yeah, putting up 133 when your tight end scores zero it's, it's points to a really strong lineup. Oh, yeah. Speaking of strong lineups, this is another one of those games where neither team should have lost, but uh, unfortunately for the Snuggly Ducklings, they took it on the chin a little, 150-121 to 121 against Tucker's Luck.
0: Yeah, uh, 121, nothing to sneeze at. Um, you know, led really by DeMarco Murray and uh, Mr. Sneed for New Orleans, um, tw- nearly 25 and 33 points respectively. Um, it, yeah, just could not overcome Matt Forte for the Jets. Antonio Brown, the number one overall pick uh, with 33.6. Seattle defense get 14. Adam Vinatieri getting 12. Russell Wilson with a subpar performance at 16.
1: It just, yeah, Tucker's luck. Nick, good job. Moving on, Scott's Cruisers with a solid 144.5 to 95 victory over Project Badass.
0: Yeah, um, I'm kind of surprised Project Badass scored as low as they did. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger with 25 points, Michael Crabtree with 17, but Rob Gronkowski not playing made it a little tough. You kind of have to swap that out. Uh, the Patriots' D really, it, it, it hemmed in Arizona, but it didn't score much. They only had three. Um, so, you know, Matt, man, your your New England focus is, is not paying out for you, buddy. Um, Scott's Cruisers, on the other hand, Matt Ryan, monster game, 27. Um, Carlos Hyde, 23. Uh, Greg Olson, at tight end, 14. Jeremy Macklin was 17. I mean, just the Texans D, everybody, top to bottom, strong lineup, really firm. Scott's Cruisers, good job.
1: Yeah, I think for Project Badass, until uh, Des Bryant can turn it around and, and perform better if the gets back there, it might be a little weak there from the first couple picks there, Gronk and Bryant. Yeah, it might be. And in the uh, biggest game of the week, from my perspective, <laughs> the monkeys, Team Monkey, 109. Your music, Marauders, breaking just over 100. Yeah,
0: I broke just under 100, um, or just over 100, rather. Um, I, I had an opportunity to win the game if Tavon Austin had done anything for the Rams, uh, and and by anything I mean catch two more balls, uh, go <laughs> literally 15 more yards, or score a touchdown. I would have won, but alas, none of that happened. Um, Monkey beating me—you know—I think this was the closest game um, in the league this year so far, Week One. Um, <laughs> I think this, I think this was the closest game in Week One. Um, really, just solid performance, top to bottom. Um, They're really almost at every position uh, beat my position player, uh, with the exception—I was really, really um, happy with my performance by Riddick. Um, Adrian Peterson really did nothing for me. He was my number one overall pick, but I don't expect that to continue. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was a disappointment at quarterback. He didn't even reach double digits. Uh, But, you know, Julian Edelman did well for me. Zach Ertz did well for me. Now he's hurt. Um, And the Bills' D really did well um, with the fumble recovery and low points against. So I'm looking to bounce back next
1: week, which leads us to Next week, let's uh, let's take a peek. Let's do a little bit of preview. Maybe make a few predictions. And uh, Paul, wh- which game would you like to start with?
0: Um, well, we can go in the order that you have on the app, so that you can keep right. track.
1: Makes it a little easier that way. Well, I am going to start with totally radical, totally radical. Islam. <laughs> totally radical, totally, totally radical,
0: totally radical Islam.
1: And what might be the game of the week against the Dixie Landings Alligators? Both teams come in one and zero.
0: Yeah, both teams coming in one and zero. Um, and what's actually interesting is I'm looking at the players on these teams. A lot of these players are zero one in real NFL, um, which which could make for some interesting little desperation for Week Two. Uh, but in the key positions, it looks like they are in fact one and zero. I mean, Derek Carr, Oakland, with the great come from behind two point conversion to win against Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be a Gunsy matchup. That's, Loved it. oh, Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, look at, looking at this, um, I have to give the edge here to the Dixie Landings Alligators. And I think really it's going to come down to Aaron Rodgers is playing in Minnesota. Um, always a tough matchup, but you know, I, I think Aaron pulls it out. So I really think it's going to come down to the kicker, uh, McManus for Denver. I don't know if Denver's going to be scoring as many touchdowns as they have in the past, um, you know, with the with the essentially a rookie quarterback. So um, I think really the the def- it's going to come down to a last-minute field goal, and uh, McManus pulls out the win for the Dixie Landings Alligators.
1: It's interesting with uh, Totally Radical Islam, one of their key players, obviously McCoy, on Thursday night going up against the Jets, my Jets, no less. Yes, going out tonight, and, and a lot to prove. Yeah, and historically, you know, Thursday night games are lower scoring than a traditional game. Obviously, uh, the Jets do have a strong defense. If they can keep McCoy bottled up, I think that uh, can help neutralize one of his best players. I agree. Uh, what I what I find interesting matchup—they actually have the opposing defenses in an, a real NFL game. So the Colts and the Broncos uh, facing each other in on Sunday, I think it is, and uh, facing each other in fantasy football
0: here. Yeah, that's always
1: fun. So I think that could make a a big difference, too. But the the key player to me, and it's not surprising, it's A.J. Green. Uh, Pittsburgh's secondary is weak. Uh, He obviously had a monster game against what was supposed to be one of the league's best corners, Uh, Darrell Rivas Rivas Island. I don't know. Got a little flooded there or something. But uh, can Green keep it going week two against Pittsburgh? I think he can. I think totally radical Islam pulls out the win.
0: Okay, so we're split on this decision.
1: So here comes another this one actually might be game of a couple of great matchups right here in week 2. Shoreline Taproom 1-0 taking on Tucker's Luck also coming off a of week 1 win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, i again, just both of these teams are really just stacked. Um, you know, and, and this is uh, as we're recording, this is the lineup. Um, we got we got some great defenses in the Vikings and the Seahawks. We got Philip Rivers going up against Russell Wilson who will play. He was listed as questionable, but he's saying he's going to play. Uh, we get D'Angelo Williams again, Pittsburgh, but he's facing that tough defense, Cincinnati. Um, you know, really, I'm, I'm looking at these two uh, lineups, and uh, the site itself is predicting Tucker's luck wins, but I, I have a feeling that Phillip, Phillip Rivers has another performance and bounces back against Jacksonville, and really, he is the unsung hero on the shoreline taproom going to
1: 2-0. and Yeah, and I'll tell you, shoreline taproom, that team is so deep. Amari Cooper on the bench. Yeah. Aaron Foster on the bench. Yep. Matt Jones on the Can't bench. Play. I mean, this is this is a good lineup. <laughs> yeah. And uh and uh, you know, that's not taking anything away from Tucker's luck. I think they have a great lineup as well. I, I, they similarly have a running back Matt Forte going on Thursday night. I think Buffalo will probably keep him a bit in check and Shoreline Tampaum just looks stronger top to bottom. Russell Wilson a little banged up might not play week 2. Uh so as you said, you know, lineup as it is right now, he's in there. Uh if he goes to the bench, uh the way the roster is currently constructed, Brock Osweiler comes in. So I think that Phillip Rivers at quarterback does put shoreline taproom into the two and Oak club. All right. All right. Uh, tough luck week one for New York Fran dogs, a couple of injuries late that really hurt, hurt their lineup. Otherwise they might be sitting at one and Oh, taking on Scott's cruisers.
0: Yeah. I mean, looking at this, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, New York Frandogs. dogs, the, the name says it all very jets heavy or, or former jets players. Uh, I got Brandon, yeah. Brandon Marshall and the Jets D uh, both playing again tonight on Thursday. Um, Brandon Marshall might find it tough to pull in the catches. Um, historically, Rex Ryan's defenses have given Fitzpatrick fits. See what I did
1: there? I, I, I see what
0: yeah, uh, but you know he's a big guy. He's a strong guy. He's definitely a number one um, wideout in the league. So I think he'll get his catches. But really, I think this comes down to Eli Manning is facing a New Orleans defense that couldn't stop Alabama. Uh, so I, I I think Eli puts up huge numbers. Um, now what makes it interesting is that some of those huge numbers going to come to Odell Beckham Jr., which He is the number one receiver on Scott's Cruisers. Um, But, you know, I'm looking at some of these other players. You know, Greg Olson, I don't think he's going to get used as much playing against San Francisco. Um, I don't believe Macklin can have the same kind of game in week two that he had in week one going up against the Houston D. And he has the Houston D. So he's going to be kind of playing against himself in that matter. So I think the New York Frandogs actually pull out the win this
1: week. Yeah, Scott's Cruisers 1 0 after a good win last week. Uh, the predictions from the website have the Cruisers up winning by 8, 126 to 118. But I think you'll see that shift once uh, Chris Ivory's taken out of the lineup for the Fran Dogs. Parker gets possibly subbed in if he's still banged up. Uh, you know, I think Andrew goes to his bench, pulls in some of these other guys. And I agree with you. I think Eli Manning is the difference getting the Fran Dogs in the win column. So moving on to our next matchup, this one features Your Music Marauders. Taking on the Norwegian oil rigs.
0: Yeah, I mean we got a battle of 0-1 teams. Um, I have to tell you, I, I'm I'm a little um, intimidated by the lineup. Um, like you said, Todd Gurley had a very subpar performance. Now he is going up against Seattle, but Miami ran all over Seattle. Uh, J- Jameis Winston is the quarterback. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm, Eddie Lacy. I just yeah, Murray, Oakland. Just,
1: just no Carolina D, Carolina <laughs> D
0: it, I mean you know I, I have faith like you said I mean I've, I've got a few bills on my team Sammy Watkins is going to play um, I do have the bills defense I think that they can keep Ryan Fitzpatrick in check I'm not sure what I'm going to get out of my quarterback Tyrod Taylor um, the only hope I really have is that Adrian Peterson has a ridiculous game against Green Bay but you know we don't know a Jekyll and Hyde defense in Green Bay but um, as much as it pains me, I have to pick the Norwegian oil rigs to win this game. They're projected to win by two. I think it's going to be by more than that.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised their projections are so low given some of the guys in their lineup. Um, and I'd love to pick you this week, Paulie, and, and I hate to agree with you again, but you I hate think to you're agree with fall to too. I, it <laughs> it's not a, not a very compelling show for making predictions that we all pick the same <laughs> ones. But I got to be honest, and uh, I. I I'll root for you maybe, but uh, I, I'm going to predict you to lose this one.
0: Yeah, well, and the tough part's going to be if you pick me to win, I've got, you know, a third of my team is Bills, which means that the Bills would beat your Jets. So, you know, this is the wonderful thing about fantasy. I can at least root for my team.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you were uh, if you were starting Fitzpatrick or starting Marshall, then you, you'd be what, one of those uh, conflicted uh, FFL players. I do
0: on another league. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, moving on to the next game, the Dapper Donalds the website projects for a 119 to 115 victory over Project Badass. What do you think?
0: Uh, Let's see. I, I, you know, I'm looking back. Roethlisberger playing against Cincinnati. It's a grudge game, but I don't believe, you know, Cincinnati, I think, swept them last season. I don't see that continuing. Um, I think, you know, Bryant might get in the game more. They're playing the division foe in Washington. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is projected to play this week against Miami. Miami is horrible against Gronkowski. Um, the Patriots D is playing Miami. Miami is horrible at offense. Um, <laughs> you know, really, the Dapper Donalds were led by Drew Brees. Drew Brees is going up against the Giants, and they're on the road. Um, I, don't, I don't see Bre- – I mean, Brees will get his numbers, but I don't see him putting them up like he did. And uh, the Bengals D is going to have um, trouble stopping Pittsburgh, and they're all their weapons. So I think I'm going to pick Project Badass to get off the schneid and get their first win.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the last time the Giants and the Saints combined and, or played each other, they combined for, I don't know, it was like 16,000 yeah, yards of I, offense yeah, or I something. Yeah, I
0: want to say it was around 90 <laughs> points. I mean, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, but that was in New Orleans, and I agree with you. I think Breeze outdoors up in New York not going to have quite the same uh, effect, and so I think he's a little bit neutralized. Yeah, it's not I think snow Danny,
0: in the Meadowlands, but it will... not
1: Probably not snow, but the winds will be swirling, and, and it is just a different game outdoors than it is when he's at the confines of... Uh, the the Saints dome. So I think Woodhead is a big factor in this game. Uh, I think he's underrated in fantasy football, especially in a a league like ours that gives credit for a point per reception. And he will be catching the
0: ball, I think, a lot more than, well, I can't say more. I think he will be catching the ball a full third of his touches.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Project Badass to get the win as well. All right, let's jump to my matchup for week two. Uh, I'm coming off a, a good... Uh, offensive performance, but still a loss, and I will be taking on like the it, Jets. Much like the Jets. Well, hopefully my kicker does a little better than theirs did. First PAT miss in his career. Your kicker nice time- is
0: there, kicker. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. I don't know what I did there. So what do you think? Do I got a shot this week against Make It Pink and uh, Marcus Mariota?
0: Well, uh, you know, I have to say that's probably the most intriguing matchup to me um, is your quarterback head-to-head. Uh, Marcus Mariota is playing Detroit Detroit in a track meet with and- your Andrew Luck last week, um, and uh, Andrew Luck's playing in Denver. Uh, so the defensive... Um, Competition for both those QBs right now, to me, is favoring Mariota. However, I think Andrew Luck will be able to put up really a lot of yards. Um, Denver's corners did not look great week one against Carolina. It was a lot of the pressure that they got on Cam Newton. Um, Looking at some of your other matchups, um, you know, the the aforementioned defenses, um, Cardinals are playing Tampa Bay. That's tough. Uh, The Chiefs are playing Houston. That's also tough. Um, So I don't see the defense really contributing much to points. Um, you know where I really come where it really comes down to is is for, for your hope is that the Giants run defense can stop Ingram for New England or uh, New Orleans rather and um, that Evans keeps his winning ways for Tampa against your Arizona defense so again it's it's gonna be you know, <laughs> which one you get more points for the offensive production so you don't want your defense to do too good or if they do give up all the yards and touchdowns to Evans Yeah. Um, I do think for you, though, um, I do think you have a shot. Um, You're projected to win by 13 points. Um, I think it'll be a little closer than that, but I think the Metroville heroes, I think it will be Andrew Luck with some long touchdown passes that'll give you the bonuses. So I think the heroes win.
1: That would be nice. I'm looking across the line. Ezekiel Elliott scares me. Yeah. It is, it is against a Washington defense, and it is still without Romo, and I think he and, and Des Bryant are going to be a little bit lower than what their expected production would be until Romo comes back. Uh, you know, Dak, Not a knock on Dak Prescott, but a fourth-round rookie starting at quarterback in the NFL, not usually a recipe for success. I mean, helped
0: by that offensive line, but that offensive line did not do too great against the
1: Giants. You know, I'm lucky that Duke Johnson's playing a, a typically tough Baltimore front seven. Yes, at which uh, so I can
0: tell you gave Tyrod Taylor fits.
1: Right. So nowhere um, to throw
0: and had no time.
1: You know, I, I, I like you know just looking at the players' names. I, I obviously I drafted them so I like <laughs> the players on my side of the column. Really? Looking looking at the matchups, I tend to like more of her her matchup. So I agree with you. I have no idea where the website's coming up with a thirteen point spread. I think it's gonna be really close. So uh, I will cross my fingers for a couple extra field goals tonight against the Bills since the Jets probably won't score a lot of touchdowns and maybe my kicker makes the difference. Alright, there it is. And uh, I think this is our last matchup. The monkey, fresh off a week one peeling of you, oh, nice, taking on the snuggly ducklings. What do you think in that matchup? So we
0: got monkeys against ducklings. Um,
1: monkeys and drunkies.
0: Monkeys and drunkies. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I'm looking right now at the ducklings lineup. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a subpar performance week one. I think he bounces back. DeMarco Murray for Tennessee is huge. And he's playing again Detroit. Detroit, the defense that gave up seven billion yards in week one. Um, Eric Decker, I think, will definitely get his touches. I think he actually might be player of the game for the Jets. Um, if the Jets win, I think it's going to be Eric Decker because I believe if the defense rolls to a double team at wide receiver, it's not going to be against Decker. Um Rams defense and you know, all
1: he does is score touchdowns. It's all it, it's like yeah, it's three, like every week. three catches
0: for two touchdowns. Um, uh, the Rams defense it left a lot to be desired, so that's kind of a negative looking at her lineup. Um, and then looking on the other side, monkey. I mean Carson Palmer is playing Tampa. That's tough. Um, Derek Ball or uh, Doug Baldwin uh, for Seattle playing again. Just just against that Rams D. So you know you've got that head to head there. Um, I think, really, Monkey might get a lot of points off the Eagles' defense. Chicago has been, in the past, had a couple games where they just turn the ball over, turn the ball over, and um, their quarterback is rather sackable. So, uh, you know, looking at this, uh, it's really tough. Um, The site is giving the edge to Monkey. Um, I really think it comes down to Kirk Cousins and DeMarco Murray, so I'm going to give the win to the Ducklings.
1: Yeah, you know, the site's given the uh, the eight-point edge to the monkey, but uh, that's with Keenan Allen still in the lineup for the Ducklings. That's so true. once that sub comes in, I think it's... I'm peeking at the bench now trying to predict who might go into that spot, and there's some pretty decent options down there. So uh, I think, uh, you know, that's going to make all the difference as far as how that substitute performance goes in. Because, you know, Keenan Allen was probably a, a top three, four-round pick. That's a tough p- p- player to have to replace. That's a really tough sentence to say. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I like star power. And there is no bigger star in this game than DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. And so I'm going to go with the monkey for a 2-0 start to his season. Okay.
0: And actually looking at the bench and the, you know, I hadn't considered it up until now. So shame on me. She has the opportunity to put Cam Newton in at quarterback.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Cam, and Cam is playing. Might.
0: Yeah, Cam is playing. Well, Pittsburgh defense as well, although Cincinnati can put up points as you're. Yeah,
1: and, and Seattle may be without Wilson, too, so probably the LAD is the way to go. Right,
0: and Cam Newton's going to be playing a San Francisco defense that um, played really well against the Rams, but they played really well against the Rams. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that might make the difference. That could sway sway the the outcome. So we'll see what the owners choose to do as we get through week two of the BABFFL.
0: Yes, use that hashtag, Trash Talk Online. It's much fun. I usually live tweet the games when I'm not at my daughter's soccer game. Um, I typically will use a hashtag when I'm trash talking the fantasy league. Please use the hashtag, BABFFL.
1: All right, well, Polly, good luck in week two, and good luck to everybody else, and we will check in next week.
0: This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.